Welcome to the Digital Broker Podcast with me, Ryan Deeds, where we help agents and brokers drive profitability through operational excellence. Hey, this is Ryan Deeds, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Digital Broker, the podcast where we discuss insurance agency operations, operational excellence, employee engagement, and all the stuff that make an agency uh, run effectively and efficiently, and a happy place to work. Big shout out to Indio for helping out the, the agency distribution channel. If you guys don't know them, you should, www.useindio.com. They have an awesome product that helps really define the customer experience. You know, they you send a, a bunch of forms out. India will take all those, make one form that your client can fill out and your prospect can fill out. It'll really make it a better experience for them and, and really start to differentiate in an early stage to set the expectation that you're different, that you're better, that you make it a, that you care about making it easy for them to do business with you. So, well, today I thought we would discuss appreciation you know we're coming into the holiday season and you know as we look at things that drive employees today one of those is the feeling of impact the 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 feeling that they are contributing getting something done um and that that's seen and appreciated and so i i just there's so many different ways that agencies out there show employee appreciation that I thought that we would kind of get into that and, and how do we how do we promote and effectively celebrate the contributions of our employees and make you know I, I, I think the first question that comes to mind for me is you know if you're a leader in the organization do you care about your employees feeling appreciated? Um, I think our first answer is always going to be, yes, of course we, we care. We, we want our employees to feel appreciated. Um, and so I, I think that's the, that's a big question. You know, do we care about our employees feeling appreciated? And if we verbalize that, if we say, yes, we definitely care about our employees and we want them to feel appreciated, what are the things that your agency does to show that? Um, and then I think the next question is to ask the staff, you know, the, the, the folks that work underneath the leaders to, to, to see, do they feel appreciated? And I, I think the disparity between those two is what will show um, a path to, to start having true impact. You know, if oftentimes I, I, you know, sitting around the manager's table or a, an executive leadership team, we spend a lot of time trying to figure out what will drive our employees to do the best work they can for us. What, what helps them care about our organization and our organization's mission as we've articulated that. Um, and I, and I think that if we do not have some way to show employees that we're thankful for their contribution, then it's, it's not going to last very long. You know, you're going to take an employee that works hard, that tries to do things for our, our corporations, our companies, um, and we're going to de-incentivize them. You know, we're going to downplay the impact that they have. And there's nothing I, I think that will de-incentivize quicker than that. I don't, I don't think the money 
I, I think the money is a stopgap fix. You know, it's important. You, you have to obviously have a competitive salary. But if you, even if you had a competitive salary and every day your employees came into work and they worked hard and they never felt like they were seen, they're not going to stay there for very long. Sometimes a, a, a kind word, um, just sitting down and listening, just stopping by and saying, hey, thanks for all you did, all you do. Those are the things that can really, just small things that can really, really help drive an employee to, to have a happier life in your organization. And so <clears throat> as, we, as we look at those two questions, you know, the first being, I'm a leader in an organization and do I want my employees to feel appreciated? What does that look like? I would say oftentimes um, if we believe that employee appreciation and the way that we show that is to do after hours functions, that is oftentimes not as impactful as we would like it to be. Um, you know, everybody, as we, as we try to build community in our organization, because I think that's a critical component. I mean, when we look at why employees stay, a lot of times it's because of the teams that surround them. And if we don't figure out how to build those teams and build that kind of community, we're going to lose um, a lot of the engagement that we're looking for. And so I, I think it's a strategic need for leadership teams to constantly figure out how to celebrate employees. The, the challenge that we've always, that, that I've always run into is building a sense of, appreciation or incentives that do not become entitlements. You know, often I've seen leadership teams go around and around on, we're going to do, uh, let's say it's a popcorn Friday. One of the, one of the things that we did at one of the agencies I was at was a popcorn Friday where the leaders would make the popcorn for the employees at 2 p.m. And initially, I was kind of like, eh, this isn't going to be a big deal. This is not going to really be effective. And it actually was. It was pretty effective. It, you know, it brought people together at 2 o'clock on Fridays to get popcorn. It, it built the community up. It was just a small token that showed the employees that the managers were, were willing to, to do for them um, in, in, a, in a very cost-effective way that didn't take a lot of time. I think that that's one of the things leaders are, are always worried about is, oh, we're going to take time out of the day for, for employee stuff, touchy-feely stuff, and we're going to lose out on some clients. Uh, our clients are going to miss out. I don't think it's often thought about how much you gain from saying, hey, let's take two hours and go and do something fun during the workday um, where we may have to close the office and the energy that you're going to get back over the next month from that day is going to be much more effective, in my opinion, than saying, hey, let's have a picnic on a Saturday. You know, in executive teams, I try to stay away from after hours stuff that's corporate sanctioned and weekend stuff that, that, that we're trying to bring people together. It's, it just 
it's that's their personal life. That's their private time. That's the, you know, they want to be away from the office. If they facilitate that on their own, or if you provide mechanisms for them to, to, to do that, I think that's a, a good, that's, that's good for the corporation, the company to help them. But I don't think that companies should have functions on employee time. It's really asking the employee to, to say, Hey, let's take, I mean, we spend a ton of time at the office. We're spending eight to 10 hours a day at the office, you know, and while we definitely enjoy our employee family, we also need to ensure that, that we have plenty of time for our, our families at the house. So, but I think the first, you know, as you sit around your executive leadership team and you think through employee appreciation, is there a strategic system in place in your agency to, to celebrate contributions? Do you have a kudos system and, or, or something? I mean, and I've seen a lot of these come and go and we try them and we don't get the impact that we thought we would, but I, I think it's just like anything. We have to keep iterating and trying and failing or, or not getting the results that we thought we would and keeping at it. I also think it's really good to poll your employees. You know, what does appreciation look like to your employees? It's just like with our clients. Oftentimes the value that we think we give our clients is the tools that we give them. Of course, if our clients don't use them, then we understand that the tools weren't valuable. And when we lose that client, we're like, well, what the heck? We gave them all these tools. But maybe our value proposition wasn't aligned with the actual need of that specific client. Um, and I, I think that... That's a very, you can take that concept and you can apply that specifically to the employees in our organization. You know, we have to understand, especially with a changing demographic, what appreciation actually looks like for them. Um, and you'll never know that unless you, you ask. I mean, that could be a two question survey that you do through Google Docs that just says, hey, uh, best case scenario, what is, how do you feel appreciated? You know, at the different jobs you've been at, what did they do to make you feel appreciated? In absence of those questions or some kind of feedback, you're just shooting in the dark. And when you go and explain why you made the decisions that you made, it's kind of like, oh yeah, the, the, the 10 of us were sitting around a room and we came up with this way to make you feel important. Um, I think there has to be clear communication about appreciation between leadership and staff. You know, if staff is saying, Hey, we don't, you know, if their morale is low, if, if they are unexcited about coming to work, I, I think, and you know, your culture is not where you want it to be. It's going to take time. It's going to take effort. The, the employees are going to be looking to you to help have a, long-term program in place and to, to, to really commit to that. How many times have your employees seen something start up, you get excited about it, three months later, it doesn't exist anymore, which I think makes it hard for them to buy into the next program. Now, if you go and ask, hey, employees, what does appreciation look like to you? You get that feedback back. You look at over, say that you're looking at 2020. It's okay. These are the every quarter or every month we're going to do X, Y, and Z and see how that goes. And then, you know, we're going to do some kind of biannual or quarterly poll to see if we can increase the feeling of thankfulness that they work for us the employees will understand that you're trying to get there and even the intent will be at least looked at. I mean, I, I do think it's easy for um, 
an employee that's working at a desk, you know, trying their hardest to, to, to just tread water, to not see the work and effort that a leadership team puts in into trying to make it a better place to work. Um, sometimes that comes from a lack of trust. Uh, that comes from us not following through with our actions. Um, but I think that you should also really be working on a culture to help your employees be able to tell you what that looks like, you know, and, and then it's up to your managers to make those employees feel appreciated. I mean, we're so lucky right now to be in this industry. We're so lucky to have some of the employees that we work for. And it's, it's an easy thing to take for granted. And it's kind of a double win. I mean, when you show your employee that you're glad that they work for you, it makes them feel good. They tell a story, they go home feeling good about working for you. You feel good because you've been able to increase the morale and the culture of the organization. Um, but I just think that we do it in isolation too much. You know, we, we don't go to the folks that we're trying to um, make thankful, that, that we're trying to show thanks to. You know, it, it's, and I do think it's a balancing act, but I think as, a, as it's a fundamental part of agencies today as we fight for employee retention and employees overall. You know, culture has become such a critical component of an agency because employees are getting harder and harder to find. It's a more competitive market. You know, the larger brokers are able to do more with culture than, than we are and oftentimes, um, at least at a larger scope. Now, I think that we're able to act faster. We don't have the bureaucracy. We don't have the red tape. We don't have a lot of the rules and, and, and layers that we have to go through. So one of our advantages is the speed that we can bring some of these projects and programs to fruition. But it doesn't work if you don't leverage that nimbleness. You know, if, if, if you're in a smaller agency, you know, 200 person agency, there's a lot of, or, or less, you know, a 50 person agency, a 10 person agency. If you're in a 10 person agency, you can try stuff really fast. You can see if it had an impact and you can pivot that. Um, and I do think it get, becomes a lot harder. You know, oftentimes uh, the best intentions that a leadership team have get misconstrued, and which is why I think it's important as we try to iterate through mechanisms that show appreciation that we, we kind of figure out how do, we, how do we quantify if it was effective or not. And this is really conversations around a leadership team. This, and these should be, you know, dedicated meetings about how do we show thanks for those employees that show up every day, go above and beyond, do the work that are sitting in the trenches, that are feeling malaligned. Every agency out there has employees that feel like their contribution goes unnoticed. And I don't know if we'll ever be able to fix all of that, but I definitely think that if we're strategic about employee appreciation and showing that over time. So say that you say, hey, we really want to show our employees thanks by the end of 2020. And we want to imbue that into our culture that if you go above and beyond and you do something, we're going to have some kind of way to celebrate those victories. Um, 
And, and if you don't do that, then you're just leaving it up to, to individual managers and some are going to be better than others. And then you're going to have this cultural division because some employees are gonna be like, wow, you got to go out to lunch with your manager or, you know, you guys took an hour off and went and did the escape game or who knows what, what that manager is doing. But if that manager and another manager are operating differently, those employees will absolutely talk and you're going to start having resentment at the manager that maybe doesn't show that, which is why I think that the corporate initiative is such an important component. Um, I think it gets into the touchy feely aspect of it, which in a lot of times uh, in the agency space and maybe all over sales folks don't get into, if you're a salesperson, your incentive is to go sell. And when you sell, you get an automatic appreciation because you get the win, you get the, the money, you get the, the bell ring and people laud you, but it doesn't trickle down sometimes to the staff. And so I would just, I would really say, sit down with your team and ask, are we a culture of appreciation? You know, do our employees feel that or do they feel like we take them for granted? I, I think that there are areas of diminished return there, but if you can at least articulate to your staff how you are trying you know if you come out into January of 2020 and say okay you know we really want to show the employees that we care we understand that sometimes you're gonna have to work late you're gonna miss time with your family and this is this is how we're gonna try to identify those individuals that are really going above and beyond this is what we're going to do to celebrate those contributions. This is how we're going to determine the effectiveness of those contributions. And we're not afraid to consistently change that around and iterate through that. I think those are big deals. Um, I definitely think you, that agencies need to be able to show their staff that they are trying I think that staff will be very receptive to even if even if it doesn't resonate with each individual in the organization, which is often the case. I mean, sometimes and, I, and I've seen it and it gets petty and employees do it to themselves. You know, hey, we have a, a parent incentive where if you're a parent, you get a free day off or something to go do stuff with your kids. I've seen employees without children get upset about that program because they don't get a day off. Well, then they go and talk to whoever about that and it creates drama, which then really just makes the ops team wants to shut it all down and say, hey, you know what, we tried. But I think that just the attempt, even if you happen to upset you know, two or three people, showing that you're willing to iterate through that, to change those programs up, to continue to look for ways to celebrate those contributions, that will, will, will start to define your culture. And I don't know that there's any better place to start than with appreciating those folks that are making it go. Um, you know, and so as we enter this holiday season and as we our, our employees are with their families and they're thinking about the new year and where they're headed and, and all the different aspects of life that, that kind of make it tick. Are you confident that your employees are sitting at home appreciating where they work? Do they feel good about it? Do they feel, do you believe that they feel 
appreciated. I mean, it, it, that is a terrible feeling to go home after you've spent a long day or a long week or a long month and just feel like nobody notices. I, I don't know if there's anything worse. And you have a culture where you allow your staff to articulate what they want, what they need. You know, are, are, is it set in stone? Is it easy to change? How do you collect that feedback? You know, if you're a staff member, do you feel like you can approach your manager or leadership teams and say, hey, you know what? I think that it would be really cool if we did X, Y, or Z, and this might resonate with us. Is there mechanisms for that? Do you have suggestion box? And, and I've seen suggestion box work and not work. But I think in a lot of cases, this stuff removes excuses from employees to not contribute, where if you don't have the mechanism out there, then they have an excuse to contribute. So as the leaders are sitting around with their families, as the staff are sitting around with their families, as we really think about all the components that, that, that drive happiness for us, that's what, I would, that's what I would have a conversation about with your leadership team about and your staff. Do you feel appreciated? Are we a culture of appreciation? Do we take our folks for granted? What small things are we doing to bolster the culture and help our folks go that extra mile? There's nothing that will keep them back from doing that than not seeing their contribution. So I hope that your holiday season is filled, filled with appreciation. I hope that you figure out ways to make your employees feel like they are the awesome folks that they are. I hope that uh, the holidays are great for you guys. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you listening. It's, it's a, it's a great time to be in the space. And I really am appreciative of my listeners, of our listeners of Indio and everyone contributing to try to make our industry better. So this is Ryan with the digital broker. Big thanks to Indio. If you don't know him, you should www.useindio.com and guaranteed I appreciate you guys. Thanks a lot. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Indio Technologies. Indio simplifies the insurance application process for brokers and their clients. When using Indio, the process is fast, easy, and ENO free, saving your agency time and money. You can learn more about Indio and register for a one-on-one -on -one demo at www.useindio.com slash podcast. That's www.useindio.com slash podcast.